My name is Matt Brown. I do. I have been in a team, okay? I don't want to brag, but I will. I was in the Avengers. The Avengers? Yeah. That's great. Thank you. What is that? Wait, you don't have the Avengers? Is that a band? Are you in a band? No, I'm not in a band. No, the Avengers is the, the Earth's mightiest. How is this helping? Look, it's not important. All we gotta do is focus, trust your tingle, and coordinate our attacks, okay? Yeah. And let's start the show. Now you got it. Okay, Peter 1, Peter 2. Peter 2. Peter 3. Peter 3. All right, let's do this. Let's ready? Wait, 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 wait. I love you guys. Thank you. Everybody, the world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It is Thursday, March 17th. You know what that means. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. It is an incredible episode with good friend Ryan Page going to entertain you, make you laugh, make you think, and make you enjoy what you're doing right here right now but before we get into those feelings and emotions i just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the productive conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and youtube and don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show on productiveconversationspodcast.com and don't forget to check us out in the world of social media or on instagram at productive conversations podcast we're on twitter at prod combo pod we're on tiktok at productive conversation so it's a beautiful saint patrick's day it is a day of remembrance for saint patrick and that's all i really know i i really don't know the story but you know shouts to the irish hope everybody had their corned beef and cabbage and lucky charms and guinness and they all do it responsibly while making great memories that's what i have to say about that and today great friend of the show ryan page is on the show now as again i just want to point out yes big i've been teasing that mystery guest um the one that i have had quite a history with my friend of me if you will but uh, we, we were supposed to record earlier this week, but there was something with me that happened su- that happened suddenly that I had to take care of. Don't worry, everything is all right and fixed, and we learned from everything that took place. So I um, I had to back out, but we are going to be recording next week, and I will finally unleash the incredible episode of two people who didn't like each other who wound up having a respect for each other after the fact. So that's going to happen next week, assuming nothing else changes. So instead, we have an incredible episode with the Ryan Page, host of the Tweet Cab, my buddy for life, and a guy who I can have a conversation about anything with. So we talked about the trending topics around the world and Twitter, as this is an episode of the Tweet Cap segment of the Productive Conversations podcast. 
And some of the things we're going to talk about that's trending include the big rivalry of Pete Davidson and Kanye West. We're going to talk about the daylight savings time uh, law that's going to, you know, change everything, literally everything. You do not want to miss that part of this conversation. Then we talk about Tom Brady on retiring, Aaron Rodgers getting an extension. We talk about Stone Cold Steve Austin as we were recording this on 316 Day. And then we also just talk about other fun funny things like St. Patrick's Day memories, um, getting responsibly lit in um, certain situations for fun. And then the other interesting things are going to be heard throughout the rest of this show. So you do not want to miss it. Let's get into it right away. Ryan Page, welcome back. It's your turn once again. Here we go. This is a very productive conversation. It is the 140th edition of this podcast. It is a happy St. Patrick's Day podcast as well. Good friend of the show, Ryan Page, is with us to talk about the topical things that are trending right now. What's up, Ryan? Happy St. Patrick's Day to you. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Not much, not much. Uh, just enjoying the nice weather, the St. Mm-hmm. Patrick's Day. Um, or really, this whole week has been really cool, at least in Jersey. It's been nice and warm. Been able to go outside Fine. in the afternoons with like just your a T-shirt on, you know. Yeah. Happy, happy St. Patrick's Day for that. The first lucky thing that's taking place. Um, And we're both wearing green for those watching. They can see and those talking. So um, happy St. Patrick's Day. So I just want to say, Ryan, you have any good St. Patrick's Day memories throughout your years, whether through responsible shenanigans or in class. I don't know. In the no. Cranberry Elementary School, St. Patrick's Day is more just than prime holiday between the ages of 20 and 35. Oh, I mean, yeah, you go to a bar <laughs> or whatever. But there's no specific like St. Patrick's Day memory for me that I, I, I can think of. I mean, again, I mean, we've gone mm-hmm. to usually you go to an Irish pub with some friends and you, you know, that's how you spend St. Patrick's Day or St. Patrick's Day weekend if St. Patrick's Day is, you know, on a work day. Um, yes, but it's a Thursday as we today. Thursday, so I guess yeah, it is. So fir- people, Thursday. But people do. I mean, people go out Thursday. People people don't treat Friday like a real thing. So A thirsty Thursday, Friday. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, nothing special, though. Nothing like too crazy. I haven't gone to like, you know. Boston or Ireland or something. <laughs> it's a national holiday in Boston, Massachusetts today. It really is when you think about it, right? Play, play the dropkick Murphys. <laughs> <laughs> the all day shipping out to Boston all the way there. Yeah. <laughs> Who are the, and you know, this is a big day for also the Irish wrestlers too, you'd think, right? In I mean, the maybe. Honestly, I think Lynch. that, I think that today is more for, like the way we do it is more for Americans than the Irish. I don't think that the actual Irish treat <laughs> their literal saint the way that we treat the day for their literal saint. So, you know, I think it's a little different. Would you say it's so much socially acceptable for people who take the day off? They literally, there are people who will drink all day tomorrow, wake start at six in the morning, go until midnight. I mean, and then I it's, don't, it's a Thursday. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I really don't. Like, who takes, honestly, tweet at T Tweet Cap or reach out to Matt in any way that you can. And, you know, he's freaking everywhere now. Uh, what is it, like 6,000 downloads and like 
10 days or whatever. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you, Ryan. Um, Thank you. We are ways to go, but you're right. We're going to continue to work on that, but this is a good start. It's easy with people like you entertaining us. Thank you. But uh, tell one of us, like, do you take St. Patrick's Day off? Is that something that people do? Where they're like, I don't want to work. I want to be free all day. No matter what day it is for St. Patrick's Day, like, do you just are there people who, yeah, right? Or are there people who like take the week off and they're like, I have a week's vacation and I'm going to use it in like spring break on St. Patrick's Day? I mean, I don't know. I've never done that, but I'm just curious if that's like a real thing that people are doing now or if, uh, if. Like, again, I don't think Thursday goes, people go crazy like that. I mean, college students do. They don't have anything. To do. Yeah. You know who invited me out? And I have to say, I had to wait till the uh, till Thursday. Good friend of the, sorry, this weekend I'm fine, but we have to work. Um, yeah. Good friend of the show and fellow Irishman, Brian McKeon. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's he's 22. See? He's younger than we are. And that's that, that's Just, literally the point. <laughs> he came off literally of, the point. He came off of grad school spring break. <laughs> are you guys going? Uh, are you guys going Staten Island or Jersey uh, City? No, no, I'm not going. I have to work. Oh, OK. I was saying if I did, <laughs> if it was Friday, I'd consider. But yeah, no, Thursday in another life, maybe another time. Cause it's Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> well, the good news is for all, for all of us who who can't get out on a Thursday night, because I have like eight o'clock meetings or whatever. <laughs> um, usually, the weekend after is treated with the same sort of. It's almost like Halloween. Yeah, uh, Halloween. Like, Halloween. Just... Like, yeah, exactly. Physically, Halloween doesn't matter to most adults. It's just the weekend of Halloween, either right before or right after, depending yeah, on right. Halloween falls. That's like that's their holiday. So I feel like St. Patrick's Day, same basic thing. Like if you can't do St. Patrick's Day, most of the bars are still going to have their corned beef and their Guinness, like <laughs> that two dollar Guinness on Saturday. You know, so play Dropkick think, Murphys. Yeah. Right. Yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. I went to Ireland once and I asked if they liked you two and they said no. So <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, so Why? I don't know. I'm gonna say they don't like that. I, he didn't give me a reason. He said it like Creedence Clearwater Revival. He said That's, in an Irish like, accent no. I mean, yeah, yeah, an accent. Um because I asked, I was asking, I so I only asked the people at this one bar in this one place. So in fairness, in Dublin. Not a big sample. No, not I didn't even go to Dublin. Um Belfast. No, they go to Belfast either. Oh, God. Where, like, Remember the Belfast brawler? Is, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> what is that, Finley? Um, but yeah. uh, no, so we uh, we went. This was in Bantry. I believe this was in Bantry, which Bantry. is like small. A like, small little thing by the water, right? And we're staying in this really nice hotel, but we went to like, this really like small bar, like very local bar. Um, as local and Irish as it gets. Yeah, I honestly, I think a lot of like the girls in our group didn't go because of that, because I, I remember the next time we went out with everybody was in a bigger city and they all got catcalled. Um, and I don't remember mm. that happening this time around. And I think I don't think it's because they were nicer there. I think it's because there was less of the, the women came. But um, right. I, I obviously didn't have that issue. Um, so <laughs> no, it's I, like, hey, do you want to goodness, laddie? Right, exactly. So uh, <laughs> I asked. Everyone in the bar, including the bartender, uh, I remember her too, if they liked you two. And the overwhelming consensus of like all five people at the bar was no. Um, also, though, the bartender was Polish, not Irish. Irony. <laughs> so I don't know if that counts. So it might even be a sample size of four. Um, Is Conor McGregor a national hero? 
Uh, this was way before, <laughs> way before all that. Or it, I guess Bono we just isn't. talked about how old we are. Well, I don't know. Apparently not in Bantry. I wonder if he did something <laughs> wrong in Bantry or something. I don't know. Mm. Clearly not his hometown. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So there we go. That's our Irish talk. We have our green shirts. <laughs> I talked about Ireland. Happy, happy St. Patrick's Day, everyone. Yes, every we've all approved. <laughs> Thank God we got rid of those snakes. <laughs> so, Ryan, first thing I want to talk about, which is turned into the rivalry of 2022, maybe the rivalry of the decade already. Pete Davidson for Kanye <laughs> West. Oh, yeah. What I a mean, saga this has turned to. When I say those two words, Ryan, Pete Davidson versus Kanye West, what comes to your mind? I don't even know if versus is the right term. I don't know. If <laughs> Pete, I don't believe Pete Davidson is actively competing against Kanye West. Even uh, with the text that he sent if, about but, being I mean, in wed, bed with your wife? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, obviously, Pete is... My thing is, he started off doing everything totally by the book, right? Obviously, and Kanye, <laughs> of course, didn't care. So I get that Pete is now leaning into this. I don't know how serious it is with him or how much he knows that regardless of what he says, Kanye is going to continue doing whatever Kanye wants to do about this. So he might as well get some, you know, get some, get some laughs in. But I mean... The whole thing up until very recently, I would say, right? Like th those most recent uh, texts are again recent, but before then, he was like, you know, I'm not going to be a father to your kids. Like, the, you know, I'm not trying to wreck a family and the, right. all that stuff, right? And Kanye just did not care. He, and so I was like, I don't know if, especially early on, if Pete was even competing with Kanye. And more importantly, he's not competing with Kanye because Kim Kardashian has absolutely there's there's no world in which Kim Kardashian sees everything Kanye is doing and says, yeah, actually. I made a mistake. <laughs> I made a mistake leaving. I mean, other unless unless that's it's a quote, unless that's it's a like big quote right there. Unless it's oh my god, I've broken Kanye West. I have mm -hmm. to get back with him for the safety of you know everybody. Maybe yeah, yeah, for humanity's safety. What what if he runs for president again? I have to stop him. So maybe she'll do something like that. But nothing about this is making Kanye look. Like a particularly um, a chivalrous man, right? Yeah, so, you're not okay. exactly pulling for him. He's like, man, I'm on Team Kanye. There are some people, weird people in the They're comments not on Team Kanye. Those people are not really on Team Kanye. I mean, listen, maybe they just some want of them the most liked comments. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They just want people to react to them. Maybe some people genuinely are upset about Pete Davidson being with Kim Kardashian, but I frankly don't think that they care that Kanye West is with Kim Kardashian. <laughs> They just don't like Pete Davidson with Kim Kardashian. So I and don't he know. He finds an exact replica of the woman. Like literally, <laughs> like that's weird. That's really, really weird. And she has to know that part of it. Oh, she just happened to fall in love. I look exactly like your ex-wife. Imagine how could somebody oh, date someone not who's in love? They know they're again. not in love. I mean, like, I guess is... she knows if she get, knows this is for attention and <laughs> Hey, yeah, yeah you're, okay. dating, you're dating Kanye West. Those dates have to be, if nothing else, those are interesting, right? <laughs> but if nothing else, exact replica of the woman of Kim no, Kardashian. So imagine you be, you're her, right? So you're the woman that he takes on a date after Kim Kardashian. You had to coffee or whatever, and I'm sure Kanye doesn't go out to coffee. I'm sure he does like something extravagant because he's got a Rent lot out, of money. Rent out right? a giant stadium or exactly a Dodger Stadium or something. yeah, exactly. Yeah, just a single little table with a little single rose on it, but it's yeah. inside. It's inside uh, the L.A. Coliseum, just completely rented That's the whole space. <laughs> right. So, like, 
you know, it, that has to be one of the most interesting conversations anyone's ever had. Right? <laughs> Just you and Kanye, you're dating. So he trusts you at least a little bit. <laughs> I, I mean, you or, know that. Remember, this is ye too we're talking about. Yeah. And so, you know, that at least half the conversation is going to be about what, what does he call him? He's called him Skeet Davidson, right? That's yeah, Skeet. Skeet. Yeah. And that name's yeah. kind of kind of sticking on. I see people actually calling him on Twitter and other videos, <laughs> Skeet Davidson. But, uh, so, like, you know, you see, and he said, hey, it's Skeet here. Yeah, I know. So like you see, like, again, at least half the conversation is going to be about him and that's fine. You just, but you sift through all the Pete Davidson conversation, right? What else does he talk about? That's crazy to think about. What else is, what else goes through Kanye West's mind? Uh, could, I, I don't mean, know, they, make new music. <laughs> well, no, I don't think he's well, actually, but I could see him just like, like the waiter drops like a glass and he just starts freestyling over it. And like, he's like, I need to write this down. And, you know, <laughs> I could, could see something like that happening. I could just, again, so I think that whoever this woman is, she has to know that mm-hmm. because she looks like Kim Kardashian, that's the only reason this is happening. <laughs> and, isn't she famous? Too? Isn't she a model? Or am I, I making? I think that so. Up? I'll, let me I Google that really quick. But yeah, so like while he's while he's googling that, so like you you know all this. You're you're her. You're a model. You know that Kanye is only looking at you because you look exactly like Kim Kardashian. But you get to you get all this mm-hmm. free stuff. You get these dates with Kanye West. And so I mean that you could write a whole book. Yeah, After just for the books, book yeah, stuff. you could write a whole book about what happened on your like. You could, you know, you have to have a good number of dates in order to make the book compelling. Be like, you know, fifty first dates with Kanye West. I'd read that, <laughs> and be like, date one, Kanye West uh, only talked about his ex wife and her new boyfriend I for will two say and this, a half hours. So she's um, pretty interesting too, and. um I'm sorry, Dan, I didn't mean to interrupt your point. No, you you go for it. Go for it. Her name's Chani Jones. Right. She has 512,000 followers on YouTube, but her actual occupation, she is the COO of a company called First State Behavioral Health. Her bio. Wait, this is a different person. I'm thinking of a different person. Didn't he have someone who was a model or famous or something at one point? There was Julia Fox, the actress, but she doesn't look like him. Yeah, actually. yeah, she's not. I maybe, I maybe, maybe I'm merging those two people together. Right? <laughs> yeah, this is that. as of today or of two days ago, unless he's dating someone else. Julia, but. Julia Fox doesn't look like him, Kardashian. So I must be taking the fame from the first girl, <laughs> merging it with this current one. But even, even, all right, especially in that mm, case, especially if person. you're not famous, right? If you're not famous, you're just a normal person. <laughs> met Kanye West and again you know what's happening but I mean you can again you can write that book and you'll be set it'll yeah. be kind of like Kim Kardashian all you all it takes is that one thing to go viral <laughs> you had those dates with Kanye it's gonna go viral she's gonna get you know keeping up with the Joneses that's already a phrase it literally writes itself <laughs> you know it's funny too I really think Pete's fame right now is solely on just well, being Kim Kardashian's girl. Well, he hasn't been in the past few episodes. I guess he's maybe he's filming oh, he's a established movie or himself. He can take now. days off. He can take yeah, days off. Like a he's ba- established like, himself. Yeah. Like a I, NBA player. I'm not doing this week. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, can, he wasn't there last make, week. <laughs> you could make this, I think, the legitimate argument that Pete Davidson's real fame started with Ariana Grande. 
Yeah. So you can make the genuine claim that the mo- the most famous Pete Davidson ever is is when he's dating someone who's significantly more famous than him. Mm-hmm. I think you could make that genuine claim uh, based on so people of forget he's he a comedian. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, if you don't watch SNL, who would know? Yeah. I guess it? someone someone saw King of Staten Island, so <laughs> they would. But. but yeah, you were saying how pretty much he, his ultimate fame and shows our obsession with celebrity relationships is when he's dating someone famous. Well, but it's also because he's like 100 feet tall and doesn't look like, you know, <laughs> And I, I'm this is like I'm not 100 feet tall, so but I'm not I'm not here to make fun of people's looks. Cause look at me. If you're on YouTube, you can see what I'm talking about. But <laughs> he, he's a, he's a weird looking celebrity. He's not one of like the <laughs> typical like what you think of like the hot celebrities are for men or for women by anyone's standard. Uh, but he gets obviously these very, you know, famous women who are all all both of them. Kim Kardashian and Ariana Grande are both almost. Oh, that's not true because Ariana Grande sings, but both of them are known for their like their sex appeal. Fame, both of them be famous for being famous. Well, no, again, Ariana well, Grande. Well, yeah, not Ariana Grande. She actually t- talented. But I'm saying both of them, like so Kim Kardashian, <laughs> yeah, famous for being famous. But one of the defining characteristics of Kim Kardashian is her physical appearance. And mm. Ariana Grande, very much the same way. Again, she's obviously a very like she's known as someone who's very attractive. That's part of mm-hmm. her presentation you know what i mean even because there are some attractive singers male and female who it's not part of their presentation that they're considered attractive like, like they ed have sheeran? another gimmick or they have another i mean is ed sheeran attractive i don't actually know but um I, i've only i've only heard people who yeah, are no, mean I know pe- and I know criticizing pe- him yeah but no i know people who find him attractive <laughs> but they don't that's not like that's not why people like ed sheeran but I know people who find him attractive. Mm-hmm. He's in good shape, all that good stuff, right? Yeah, I so, like yeah, perfect yes, Ed Sheeran is a perfect handsome example. man. Perfect example. So his his fame is not based on his looks at all. And I don't and again, I, I say that and it's like mean to both. Yeah, I mean it's less mean to Kim Kardashian because she'd probably agree with me a little bit. But Ariana Grande is a very talented singer. I'm just saying, like, part of her presentation to the world as a pop star is how she looks. You know what I mean? Like she has uh, I think she has, doesn't she, she do like clothing advertising and like she does some sort of perfume advertising and stuff too. Like she's involved in that kind of world too, like fashion and looks and whatever. Whereas other singers who are, again, also like her very talented singers, they just don't include that in their persona like she does. So yeah. both these people that he's dated now are known for being like very attractive. It's part of their identity as a celebrity. And Pete Davidson, is getting that same treatment now without, you know, being really attractive. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, he's tall. People do like tall people. I'm not tall. So, but I've seen you're tall. above average. Not really. I'm like literally what average height is, but, um, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. That's part of my thought is like, maybe it's cause he's tall. I don't, I don't know. You want to know something? And this it's is very the funny. second time I, br- I happen so. to bring this up in the last two weeks next to being funny. But my roommate, like, when saw Pete Davidson once, like, pre-Ariana Grande, like, he was just on SNL, which is enough right. of a flex to some girls. But he was with two other girls, apparently macking with them at a local bagel shop in New Jersey. So my theory okay. is... But those I are locals, he, though. True, true. And I guess he's relatively, you know, obviously, when you're just on SNL, I think that's already a, enough of a way to right, have somebody yeah. fall for you. And... Yeah. But I'm just saying, 
obviously there was these locals compared to Kim Kardashian and a grande Grammy right. winners. So I just feel he just likes attractive girls and always just shoots his shot, no matter what your fame level. Could, yeah, it could be. That's my theory, just, at least. He could just always go for it and it, it works out for him. Yeah. I don't, I don't honestly know, but it is bizarre. This whole feud is bizarre. Uh, the video of uh, yeah. Kanye kidnapping Pete Davidson with his head. Uh, yeah, it's like this is just very strange. I also, I mean, we're imagine being jokes. on the set for that. Like, so don't people go, you know, people are going to react to this, right? So, like, yeah, so like we're making jokes because mm-hmm. it's absurd. And when absurd things happen, it's funny. My only, my only thing is, as absurd as it is, it is real, at least mm-hmm. to Kanye. I, it was kind of what I was saying at the beginning before you mentioned, yes, Pete Davidson. And maybe that's actually the biggest problem is that Pete Davidson has officially started kind of like goading Kanye as opposed to saying nothing yeah. or, being, or being nice, right? But <laughs> He said, I'm not being nice anymore in a long time. Right, that's what I'm saying. So like, and maybe that's part of the problem. And Pete Davidson has his own sort of struggles with fame and mm-hmm. with his mental health in right. particular and the attention. So, you know, I'm not saying it, but I'm saying from the beginning, this has been real to Kanye West from the very beginning. He's been genuinely upset about what's happening in a angry, like it, it not just upset either. He's been angry about what's happening. Yeah. And so that's what makes it less funny. That's when it gets not as funny in my opinion. And I get it. Like Pete Davidson, a big star, Kanye West, big star, Kim Kardashian, big star, probably bigger than both. And that's not true. Kanye West is massive. Um, but um, like, so I get it. They're big stars. You know, they're never alone. They're never in private. So what are the chances that something really bad can actually happen to one of them? in particular Pete and Kim. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I mean, we've seen like Kanye West was willing to pay a lot of people to make a music video about, or make a video about him kidnapping Pete Davidson. <laughs> what a heartbroken person. It's almost like all the fantasies that some right, people but I'm saying, had. So, <clears throat> so like he's willing to pay all of those people and all those people, oh. by the way, were willing to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. To make crew this, and everyone right to make this video, what are other people? What, what else is he willing to pay for? Like, is he willing to pay for someone to intimidate Pete or Pete's, you know, mom? Like, obviously, we don't know everyone's address, but we know that Davidsons are famously from Staten Island. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, right. Um, it's not going to be that hard to figure out if you go to Staten Island where the Davidsons, Davidsons are from. It's everyone will probably tell you, like. It's just it can get very dangerous. Like it's funny because it's absurd, but it's so absurd that it's real right now. Like mm-hmm. it's so absurd that it's happening that it does have to give you pause. Like what is going on? What? Wh- why is this still happening after all this thing? Because we've talked about this before. We talked about this on the 2021 recap episode yeah. <laughs> of Productive Conversation Podcast. It was it's not, continuing. Right. It's not quite as serious at that time. It was more about a joke about Kim being with Pete Davidson than yeah. Kanye beef. But like <laughs> this has been going on for a while now. Yeah, and, like, this really is how you think and it this does is the biggest be, <laughs> Yeah, it's still going on since like the end of last year. And like it does seem to be escalating, not like a lot, but it does it's not simmering. Hopefully, it's hopefully not it doesn't getting, turn it to something madness. Oh, no, but I'm saying like it hasn't slowed down. It hasn't gotten less heated since we talked about it for the first time at the 2021 review show. So I I don't know. It's a little it's a little nerve wracking. 
to see that this is still going on and how serious everybody, meaning the two people involved, are taking it. I think Twitter is not taking it seriously, which is good because that's the only thing that would make it worse is if people on Twitter were genuinely taking sides. And I think right. most people on Twitter are not. Um, and I think part of that is because everyone can see that. I mean, whatever Kim Kardashian was dealing with uh, before she left Kanye probably was interesting. Uh, probably wasn't fun to say the least. Yeah. Um, for her and not even like, you know, he was mean or abusive or anything. Just, he clearly, you know, he's all over the place. He's probably very hard to like, it's very hard to understand who you're going to talk to. Probably. I don't know. I'm not a, not a doctor and I have never met Kanye West. I'm just going off of the clues. He's leaving very publicly on the internet. Uh, Mm. like it's probably very hard to know who you're going to talk to, what kind of mood that Kanye is going to be in. And, you know, you're trying to raise kids with him. And and I could just see that being very, not that he doesn't love his kids. It seems like he genuinely does, but I can see that being very difficult to do. You know, I guess that's just the price you pay when you're literally one of the most famous people in the world and all matched up, man. So one thing I wanted to talk about was that the Senate has all agreed unanimously. It's nice to see there's something. Is it unanimous? I couldn't find the vote. Okay, literally unanimous, at least in the Senate, (laughs) that they 100 percent agreed both Democrats and Republicans and I think a Republican initially uh, introduced the bill mm-hmm. and they agreed to change daylight savings times and make it, quote unquote, permanent, which yeah. I didn't even know the government decides daylight saving time. Well, yeah. Who, would, who, who else would? Uh, the day doesn't. That's, the that's hours like, don't change. It's just that we move everything up or down. We still keep it at a 24 hour cycle. It's just. They, for one day a year or two days a year, because you go back and forth, you just change the the clock. Yeah. And right here, Senate voted Tuesday to pass the Sunshine Protection Act bill that makes extra <laughs> makes daylight savings times permanent starting in 2023. And, you know, still waiting to see if Biden approves or supports. Or disapproves well, the, the law. house probably the house gets to guess get in on it too. And I guess there are legitimate quote unquote energy concerns from this, but I don't know. I don't. Know. I, don't, I don't understand it. Allegedly, some of the things that would be noticed a change. You'd actually have summer nights end a little earlier instead of like peak summer where it doesn't get dark till about nine o'clock, even mm-hmm. eight o'clock. Toward the oh, end of summer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that could be kind of a bummer that you're at? Well, no, I don't know. That's a part of summer yeah. nights, right? Yeah. Maybe I should. Maybe I'm looking that too deep, but it's apparently a thing to. Uh, I don't pay attention so, to, to uh, you know, pay attention to, I guess. Daylight savings time, everybody. Yeah. So you brought this up to me, which is not usually what happens when we talk about politics <laughs> in one of our shows together. Yeah. But you, so I decided I decided to do a slightly different take uh, since I knew you had you had me covered yeah. on on the actual story. So I went to the comment section <laughs> on um, Twitter, Twitter. Yeah, I went to see Twitter's like the people commenting on the tweet from NPR announcing that this had passed the Senate. And boy, let me tell you. The amount I, I know you made a joke like it's good that we can all come together on something, but somehow, even though the actual politicians who are doing most of the dividing came together on this, their camps didn't. I mean, someone was complaining, and this is true, that their kids have to wake up at 630 for 7 a.m. start to their day for school. Right. And with the change from a lot of the year, 
630 is going to be way before sunrise. It is always, by the way, currently it is before sunrise uh, mm. most of the time, <laughs> but it'd be way before sunrise. So way before was the, the issue. Yeah. And I'm like, so? <laughs> What does it matter how long it takes? Someone's like, good luck driving in the dark home from work. I'm like, well, so one, upset. you do do that. Like that already happens part of the year. And two, like if you're driving, you just, you turn on your, your lights. Like, it's not like no the one end. drives in the dark ever. Like we're willing to drive to the dark to do anything else. But if we leave work late, we have to drive in the dark. Uh, and Someone suggested there could be an issue if some states decide that obviously, you know, they get rid of the savings time, but they want to continue working because right now, basically, we work in the day. We wake up, it's dark. We get to work, it's light. We work till it's dark again, and then we go home, which Mm -hmm. is horrible, by the way. And this would fix that a little bit. It would be a little bit lighter before work sometimes. It'll be a little bit darker later so you might actually get home from work uh, other than the summer which like right now in the summer we do that but in the winter when it gets darker earlier you still might be able to uh what's it called get out of work before it gets too dark um but like again we already drive in the dark and if this is going to give anybody just a little oh sorry i was talking about the the states some people are like what if they move like start times to stay aligned with the sun so like, what if like, well you usually have to be at work for eight o'clock because it gets light at eight o'clock but now with the change sometime in the year it's going to get you know light at seven o'clock so now you have to start at seven o'clock or vice versa you know if you end when it gets dark so usually get you know in the winter it gets dark at four but it gets dark at six in uh the summertime so now we have to you know we work you know eight to four in the winter time. And then we have to move it up two hours or an hour, whatever it is in the summertime. I'm like, one, we don't do that now, but two, Mm -hmm. that's basically the same thing as what we're doing now. But instead of doing it to the clocks, we're doing it to your schedule. (laughs) Usually we say, okay, well, it's going to be an hour different instead of moving everything up or back an hour to follow the sun. We just change the clock and pretend Mm -hmm. that nothing changed. Like we do exactly the same thing. That people are worried. People are like, we can't change it because we. What if we have to change our schedules? We already do that. We just change the clock along with our schedules, so it doesn't feel like we changed our schedule. Like it would still be no change into what we're doing now, but it would stop. I mean, I don't know. I'm of two minds of this. To be honest with you, I'm like thinking all this out loud. <laughs> Number one, does it need to change? I, I read something. There's like health benefits to it changing. Actually. Wow, I didn't sun. know this 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 thing something I thought about your metabolism more memes. Oh, something about like your metabolism. Yeah, like being out in the sun. So having more time in the sun during certain times of the year or whatever. Like again, there's something about sunlight and not being inside. I don't remember exactly because frankly, this was like a really, you know, a quick story for me. It wasn't the whole thing. <laughs> Um, but that someone did try to make the case scientifically speaking for why it could be beneficial. Um, and like you said, there were energy concerns based on when people will be using stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and when people work. So, you know, that was another concern that was had, but I don't, again, I don't think either of them, frankly, are all that strong a reason in either direction. I don't think this matters at all. Uh, and the fact that people were so up in arms about 
both sides of this was crazy to me. Like this does not matter. If this gets <laughs> if this gets vetoed or whatever, like who cares? Really? Who, I mean, other than it's the first bipartisan thing we've seen like in our lifetime, we should just pass it. In to our say lifetime, we passed it. right? We should just pass it to say this we passed it. This is a huge it, right? accomplishment. Right? They sat down and talked to each other. We should just pass it for that alone. Uh, <laughs> they they put in their best effort. They're on their best behavior. Um, but I don't think this matters. Do you? Not necessarily. I think it just shows that people need another reason for politics. And just one more political thing to check off here. We could go in a few minutes. So obviously you've heard of this thing known as the the mask mandate, the vax mandate, Mm -hmm. the private sector vax mandate taking place in New York City. And um, excuse me. So you have um, right now a big debate, you know, you can't work in the private sector if you're not vax, causing Kyrie Irving in sports getting affected. Kyrie Irving can't play for the Nets because he's unvaxed. Uh-huh. And now this is transferring. I don't know if you should say causing. Causing is a, is a, is a strong word. Okay. It does you're- impact Kyrie Irving specifically, but mm-hmm. he didn't cause him not to work. There was yes. a very specific cause. <laughs> he chose not to work. He is preventing yes. him. He's being prevented Preventing, to play. Fine. Prevent, prevent works. Prevent. And then now it's going to baseball and it's going to, and this is going to connect to the next point after this, mm-hmm. where um, if you're unvaxxed, you might not be able to play home games in New York city, <laughs> which includes both the Yankees and Mets. And there's still players who aren't vaxxed. And there's rumors right. of major names, including Aaron judge, the face of the Yankees, and some people think that Jacob deGrom isn't vax, and these are because of direct questions. Are you vax? And they both tiptoed around the questions. So uh, we know we learned from Aaron Rodgers what that means. Yes. And I want to talk about him after this, but what do you think of just this rule? Do you think at some point now where we are seeing the infection rate go down, not saying the pandemic's over, but we are seeing getting closer to what life was pre-pandemic, but now understanding that this is part of our lives. But so, do you think soon that it's going to be lifted and a heavy influence is because of how this affects New York City sports, particularly no, the have, Nets and the Yankees and Mets, whether they want to admit it or not, no, but no, they're not going to say just, the Yankees no. and Mets can now have their players play at the mask yeah, mandates or they won't do won't uh, a- mask mandates. Our vax mandate is changed for specific professional athletes. No, this will not change because of the Yankees or the Mets. Um, it will change. Frankly, it's weird that they because this is a new rule for the MLB. Yeah, that's what. Uh, they, and they this law was passed. Rule. Yeah, right. it was passed from Mayor de Blasio. This specifically affected New York City. Mm-hmm. And um, well, New York City has already lifted a bunch of stuff. Yes, except this mass mandate, the private yeah. sector for, and we're just gonna see if uh, they are gonna lift it. And will they lift it before the NBA playoffs? In a I don't know a month it's, and a half. I mean, again, I don't believe that New York sports are going to have any impact on this because this is just for players. Fans can still go. And that was one of the funny jokes is the Knicks, when you had the Knicks play the Nets this past weekend, you had Kyrie Irving go to the game, sit courtside, right. but he can't play. Right, exactly. <laughs> Makes absolutely no sense. Um, and I'm not saying that, by the way. I'm not saying it in a way that I think that they shouldn't be 
Like, I do think everyone should get vaccinated. I think I've been pretty clear about that on your show. Right. But at this point, we're not we can't force people. We've never been able to force people, really. Mm -hmm. Like we tried with the, you know, again, we tried dangling people's jobs, worked a little bit, but you can never actually force somebody to do this. Mm -hmm. So, again, these people like who don't get vaccinated, like Harry Irving specifically, you just said, went to the game anyway. Yeah. So who are we saving? (laughs) Who's getting saved? By doing this, everyone else on the team who's playing is vaccinated. Everyone else who wasn't playing was still there sitting courtside. So what I mean, yes, the locker room had less exposure to potential COVID. But at this point, we don't make we're not making teachers Mm. protect their kids. You don't have to wear a mask. I don't believe you have to be vaccinated to be a teacher. I could be wrong about that. You you probably know more than I do. Um, So if you like, we don't care if kids get it. Um, I don't think all the nurses are getting it, like all the nurses and health professionals. So no one's getting it anyway, anymore. Not no one, but we're not. No, the numbers are going down without the number of vaccinations going up. At this point, let's just move on. Like, I don't understand why the rule is in place. It's not protecting anyone. <laughs> Literally, It's not hurting me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't actually care that Kyrie Irving doesn't get to play basketball or that Aaron <laughs> Judge doesn't get to play. Like, I don't care at all. And I know you said to Grom, so I don't want to just be mean. I, you know, I'm a Mets fan. I don't care. If Jason and by Jason the way, those the, the just to be clear, the judge and rumor, DeGrom yeah. is a confirmed rumor. But right. So let's say it's true. I don't care if DeGrom doesn't ever play baseball again. That's really not my concern. I'm just saying there's no reason for the rule. Like, there's nothing there. In terms of like, so if there's no reason for it, if it's serving absolutely no purpose in keeping anybody safe, then why do you, why are you doing it? And like you said, is this going to change it? No, what's going to change it is enough people. I mean, listen, I think everyone who's heard your podcast kind of knows a little bit about what I believe and how I firmly, I believe it. Mm -hmm. Um, If people like me are saying there's no reason for this and it's silly, like the, the results of doing it over and over again, when even people like me are like, Hey, listen, not for nothing this is a dumb idea are going to be disastrous for, uh, for the, the people in charge. So right. the people in charge are going to change it based solely on the fact that it's a bad thing for them to do. Um, and that's, what's going to be that no one cares about, frankly, no one cares about the sports team, especially not baseball, by the way. Um, seriously, I mean, except the diehard fans, of course, and the, yeah, the but whatever that. that no one's coming to see. I mean, someone might come to see Yankee stadium. They're not going to see a game. They don't care about seeing the Yankees. Like if you're a tourist, you might want to be like, oh, Yankee Stadium, New York Yankees. You know, like I'm saying Yankees because I'm a Mets fan, but the Yankees are definitely more like Mm -hmm. New York. You know what I mean? You think of New York, if you want to see a baseball stadium in New York, you go to Yankee Stadium. Mm -hmm. Um, So like, yeah, they'll go to the stadium and like take a picture, but that doesn't, they don't care about seeing the game. Maybe, maybe someone will pick up a ticket if it's cheap enough. Um, but no one's going to be like, I want to go see a baseball game at Yankee stadium. And again, unless they're already a diehard Yankees fan. And frankly, if you're a diehard Yankees fan, you don't, or a diehard baseball fan, even like, you know, let's say you just want to see a game at every stadium, right? You don't care if Aaron judge is not playing. You just I mean, don't. unless you go to the game and you like, that's your day to go. And you need them to do well, you know, I mean, well, no, no, no. So, state. yes, you want them to win. And therefore you want to see Aaron Judge play. No, that's but yes, the casual person. Not yeah, necessarily. But even I'm saying, again, the economics would only be impacted if the diehard fans and the tourists 
stopped coming. Most tourists we are, are not protesting. Even going in. Right, no, most there was a small in. amount of people who really would protest in front of Barclays Center for Kyrie Irving. That's fine, but they're still huge fans, and they'll still yeah. like you're a Yankees fan. Yeah, of course you want Aaron Judge to play. You want to win. He's one of their best players, but you're still gonna watch the Yankees. If you find yeah. out Aaron Judge is Cheered not playing, for the uniform. Again, it's like, you know what I mean? It's like the same thing when, you know, I used to go to like, I used to watch like Michael Pelfrey and Tom Glavin pitch all the time for the Mets. They're not, mm-hmm. you know, I, w- I wasn't getting to see Pedro or Harvey or, you know what I mean? Yeah. But whatever, like you went to a Met game. I wasn't there to see, you know, Pedro Martinez pitch. Yes. It's great. And- when I saw it, it was super cool. Johan Santana, another one. Also, when I got to see him pitch, but if I went to the game and Michael Pelfrey was the pitcher, I didn't care. Oh, Even right. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm a fan of the team. I wanted to see the team play. It doesn't matter. So, again, I know it's a little different because you, you expect to be a pitcher rotation. You're not expecting a rotation, you know, in the outfield or at first base or any of those positions. But still, if your first baseman is hurt, you're not going to sell your ticket. You know, you have a ticket and the shortstop gets hurt the game before. You're not saying, well, I'm not going to go see it because that's my favorite player and he's mm-hmm. not playing. Like, you just you go to the game. It's your favorite baseball team. What are you doing? <laughs> like, so who cares if your favorite player or the best player is not playing? If you bought tickets to the game, you're still going to go to the game. And frankly, I would say if you didn't buy tickets to the game and you knew that Aaron Judge wasn't going to play all season, if you're a real Yankees fan, you're still going to eventually buy tickets to go see the Yankees play. <laughs> You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, you just are because your friend's going to say, hey, let's go let's do tailgate, go see the Yankees. And you're going to say, sure, because you don't really care. Like, yeah, you want the Yankees to win and you like the player. But if the player retired tomorrow, you wouldn't stop being a Yankees fan. So I don't think, again, no one cares about the sports teams like that, especially not baseball. But more importantly, it is a silly rule. And I think they're going to get rid of it because it doesn't make any sense. And all it does is give uh people frankly bad faith actors in a lot of senses but it gives mm-hmm. people ammunition to criticize things that were done in the past with the genuine concern for people in mind if you continue to do these things without anyone's genuine concern in mind there's no genuine concern for the safety of the baseball uh, basketball players if someone that was not allowed to play because they're unvaccinated is allowed to sit next to them <laughs> at the same game they're not allowed to play also that same person can fly out to Texas the next night and play with them. It's just New York. So you're not stopping any spread. You're not changing <laughs> anything. So it doesn't do anything. There's no reason for it in terms of like stopping the spread or keeping people safe. And so at this point, we just have to hope that everyone who's wants to be or needs to be is vaccinated and that we have the treatments now um, for people who do get sick and we have, Hopefully we're getting more doctors and nurses and we're better supplying our hospitals in case there ever is another surge. But that's all we can do at this point is just move forward. If there's another surge, we have treatments now. Hopefully we have enough doctors. But stopping people from playing sports in the city specifically and only in the city does absolutely nothing to help anybody. It just gives the people who were angry about the things that were done more ammunition to get more people angry in a bad faith way. And I think that's harmful because you're not helping anyone. So, and you're making people angry. So you're not, there's no net benefit to anybody involved. Um, Yeah. I think it's going to be pretty obvious what they're going to do from here on out. And speaking of uh, athletes 
who were immunized or not immunized, immunized. But Aaron Rodgers, four more was, years, Ryan, four more years of conversations immunized. of about Aaron Rodgers, Ryan, is going to continue. It also just shows the difference. It's strongly implied that Aaron Judge, he doesn't get vaxxed. Oh, it's okay, Aaron. We like you enough. You can take your time with it. But then, reckon I know he lied about it, but when, or if you want to go semantics, did he really lie? Mm, but yeah. Aaron Rodgers, like he doesn't give back. Death to Aaron Rodgers. Hate you. I hope your career ends. You're the worst person to ever live. Doesn't it show how funny different dynamics are in this world and how selective we are in liking people in general, rather than athlete oh, or whatever? Well, so I think the difference right now, <laughs> I, I do think there's some key differences you're missing. I don't think anyone was mad at Aaron Rodgers for not being vaccinated. Not really. I mean, his teammates probably should have been. Um, and and this, they, I should say that. Not he nobody. He there's always with people. Joe Rogan. Right. Well, no, there's always people. There's always people who get offended about everything. So excluding them from this conversation, because you have to. Aaron Rodgers got caught in a lie. He did. He got caught in a lie. I know semantics. He said I was immunized and he explained all the different ways. He was immunized without getting immunized. I get it. I do understand. Uh, so for those of you who listen, I know some people who listen to the show who uh, disagree with what I'm saying right now. That's why I'm saying this. Like, I get it. I understand what you're saying. But let's call it what it is. Everyone assumed he was vaccinated. You can say that was on us, but he let he let everyone assume he let everyone assume that he was vaccinated and he was. And that's OK. People, you know, people made a joke about it because then he got COVID and it is funny. Not funny because COVID is very serious, but it's funny when someone pretends to be vaccinated and then isn't vaccinated and then gets sick. You're like, well, serves you right in a way like it's morbid and it's horrible. But I can see why the Internet in particular would do that. Mm-hmm. But then he kept doubling down. He kept talking about the fact that he was immunized. That was number one. He kept talking about all the ways that the vaccine. And then he started becoming vaccine vaccine skeptical out of nowhere. He was never, <laughs> I don't believe. Even when he got sick, he wasn't like vaccine skeptical. He was just like, I didn't take it. And then all of a sudden, I didn't take it because they never work. Or, I don't take it because I'm worried about fertility. Like all this <laughs> stuff just came out of nowhere. And then he jumped on Joe Rogan's podcast. And Joe Rogan, well, not, was not already his podcast, but he just said he was friends with him. Well, he went on the show, didn't he? No, I don't think so. I thought he did, but even still, yeah. Well, but he, he did say, or but he did the whole thing. It was right after Joe Rogan got in trouble. For yeah, he said he said his followers. He, he got said, I listened to Joe Rogan, right? Yeah. So like, so he definitely did that, even if he was on the show. But I thought he went on the show to explain himself. I really did. Um, I know he he's on did Pat on McAfee. Pat McAfee. Uh, I know he's on Pat McAfee, but I thought he went on Joe Rogan's show after that too. Um, but again, like he just kept doubling down. And I think that's what made people upset because, like, I know I didn't care that. He wasn't. I mean, I thought it was stupid that he wasn't vaccinated. I thought it was wrong that he let everyone believe he was vaccinated when he wasn't. Right. But he wasn't. He's not the only player in the NFL who wasn't vaccinated. He's not the only player. Probably he's not the only player on his team that wasn't vaccinated. Um, He just happened to get sick. And that's why I got caught. And then he did the whole thing about, you know, uh, if I make it to the Super Bowl, I'm not going to play. In protest, like he had that whole little bit for a while. I don't know if you remember yeah, that, that. Well, that was a joke that somebody yeah, said. Yeah, but no, I thought, play, no, he again, didn't. He like, wasn't actually going. No, he to, didn't. But I'm like, people like that got a oh, lot. Oh, they of, assumed. Ten, yeah, like that got a lot of traction. That <laughs> I'm yeah, going. That got to, a lot, but it got a lot of traction. Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, but it got a response. lot of traction. And so now you're on Twitter. You see all this other stuff. 
And then you see that on top of it, like all of a sudden he's going to boycott the Super Bowl. Like, and again, half of it wasn't even true. And most of it, even the true stuff was based on like, you know, like one tiny fib. But he just kept doubling down. The Internet kept spiraling the story because he kept doubling down. And that's why most people hated him. You know what I mean? Like and they don't even hate him, by the way. But they just that's why people are rooting against him. Yeah. And they have a reaction. And you get four more years of him signed a huge contract, which he first yeah, denied that he signed a contract. <laughs> he first denied that he signed a contract, the, the amount of money only for his to the money to actually come out, like about 200 Two hundred two fifty million. Yeah, it's big. It's a big, big contract. And again, I don't know why he lied about the. I mean, I think now he's just doing it to be angry. Yeah, like he. It's funny how he has. He's now testing everything. Whatever. Everything about him. Everything is a is a fight now. um, (laughs) With Aaron Rodgers. Whatever. I mean, I don't know. He lost his girlfriend over that. I thought he would calm down after that. To be honest with you, or fiance. Uh, I think. Yeah. Shanaley Woodley. Sh- yeah, Shailene Sh- or Sh- yeah, yeah Shailene Woodley. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that would honestly like calm calm this whole thing down. He'd be like, "Oh, I should really stop picking a fight with the entire internet." Um, <laughs> but again, also though, with COVID going away, like realistically, maybe next year, but like two years from now, to it, you know, halfway through the four year contract, no one's gonna care about this. Yeah, they'll just care about him actually winning a Super Bowl. Yeah, no one. I mean, Green Bay already probably doesn't care about this. You know what I mean? Yeah, clearly not. They broke the bank for him. I Again. meant the fans. I don't mean the team. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, like the fans. Maybe even the fans who felt hurt or upset, you, you know. Win for the fan base, did, right? they won't care. Right. They, they, they've moved on. COVID is not the, the problem it was in the NFL anymore. And it's fine. I, I mean, so the only bar- way this could be bad for him is if he continues to fight about every little thing for the next four years, which, frankly, it seems like he's willing to do. But <laughs> I don't think he needs to. I think if he just plays football for a year. Again, next year might be rough. He might have to take a, you know, take a few jokes, right? But um. After next year, halfway through next year, especially if they're in the playoffs next year, again, like no one's going to care. Yeah, he'll just go on. I'm more surprised that Tom Brady ruined someone's day. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Literally was going to ask you next. The other quarterback, (laughs) the other quarterback that loves to get us talking about him, Tom Brady announces after just 39 days of retirement that he's coming back to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with funny storylines like, yeah, like for once he announced it on March Madness Selection Sunday. So that was the biggest news story in sports. Then you have um, the hilarious story about a bitter spending. I think it was $524,000 for his last ever touchdown in the NFL only for that ball to be obsolete. That's technically it. You know, anything could change, yeah. but he is, yes. I am pretty sure he'll have at least Unless he throws a touchdown. Enough, exactly. Unless he never year. throws another touchdown, in which case, why is he doing this? Uh, but that's crazy to me. Someone spent a lot of money for, like a Wilson football. <laughs> you have the uh, former last to- to- touchdown pass. What's going to be crazy is it will eventually get expensive again in like as an infamous years. As, yeah. as the infamous yeah. football. Right that now was. it's worth nothing. And then eventually they'll be like, this is the football that was supposed to be the football. That was the last football Tom Brady threw uh, before he retired, <laughs> uh, before he retired. And then he unretired, making it worthless. And now Tom Brady, like Tom Brady's grandkids will be dead. And they'll be like, this football is actually worth a ton of money. Cause remember that whole crazy deal. <laughs> um, so it'll be worth something eventually, but in the short term, the guy, 
or, or girl, I don't know who bought it, uh, got absolutely hosed on that one. Um, courtesy of Tom Brady. So if they're a Tom Brady fan, they're probably not a Tom Brady fan. <laughs> they're an Aaron Rodgers fan <laughs> instead. Yeah, so, another Aaron Rodgers fan. With this, though, do you think Tom Brady's just pushing his luck at this point? Now he's going to be a 43-year-old quarterback. Reckon he did have an MVP caliber season again. Do you think just 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 keep playing until you decline? You support that? I mean, no. I think, frankly, should have gone out on the win, but he he didn't. And frankly, he probably didn't know he was going to lose next year, <laughs> right? Um, and he might honest, he might genuinely be looking to go out on a win, and he thinks that he can still do it. He's and the so, undertaker of the NFL. Yeah, he might genuinely. <laughs> he literally just be, is. He might have. He he missed his real opportunity to to go out which was when he won that Super Bowl, surprising everyone, the whole Tampa Brady thing. Um, and so I think he's going to keep trying to see if he can't capture one more. Ending. Like yeah. the Undertaker. It's good. Yeah, he, yeah, exactly. They have to he's, continue the doc the now. Yeah, he's they the have goat. to continue yeah. Man in the Arena. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they had a whole finale episode only to do it again. So, which is very similar to the last ride, by the way. The yeah. have to keep um, going and going. They have going. to keep going. Uh, so, yeah, no, I think he just wants his perfect ending, and he had it. And I think he knew that. I, I don't. Everyone said he would never considering retiring. Uh, I, I don't think that's true. I think After he that honestly. Yeah, I think he genuinely probably thought about it. But then I think he genuinely thought about, well, I can do it again. And he didn't believe he was done. And so that's why he was like, let me do one more season. Let's do it again. And then I'll leave. Uh, but then he didn't do it again. So now he has to decide, okay, I wanted one more season. I got it. I didn't win. Do I just take that? I had one more season. Do I leave now? Or do I go for another season and see if I can't get that win. So, I mean, each year he's going to get further and further away from that perfect win. You would think, but I don't know. You never know. Um, but yeah, I think as soon as he wins, he's going to retire. Hear that. And also another person who's likely coming out of retirement. And as we record on his special day, three sixteen. Oh yeah. <laughs> stole cold. Steve Austin this time. He didn't wait three months. He waited 19 years. Yes. But Stoke Cold Steve Austin, he has a new beer out. He's the kicking three, yeah, ass. The, the Broken Skull IPA. Yeah, wait. Uh, I, first of all, is that new? Because I know for a fact I've drank a Stone Cold beer. But is this like something else or um, something or new. new to the public? It's definitely new to public. Um, really? See if I can't find it. Yeah, because they did a whole bunch of advertising for it. Because uh, I can show. I'm go. I'll show you this picture from the summer, and I'm willing to go deep in my memories because I had this beer, shared it with an old friend, uh, a girl from my past, and I specifically bought these beers because they like Stone Cold Steve Austin too. Broken Skull American Lager. So it's probably oh, not different. the IPA because I definitely yeah. I'm pretty sure I have the craft. I'm looking. El, yeah, El Segundo Brewing Company, Steve Austin's Broken Skull American Lager, which is probably again way less niche. It's probably way more like you know uh, American Lager. It's probably something that more people would drink, um, yeah. and that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. In case you wanted to know. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I'm reading his tweet right now. The oh hell yeah, Broken Skull American Lager available today, Austin three sixteen day. Um, Aren't just a lot of those? We had Pie Day just recently. Yes, Pie Day on Tuesday, St. Patrick's Day today. The, nobody, the the uh, third this week of March is an underrated. This is an underrated week. It's it's the patron patron week for you know wrestling fans, the Irish, uh, math teachers. Like it's a lot going on. Bakers, <laughs> bakers. <laughs> yeah, Pie Day is kind of multifaceted like that. Um, but no, this is a big uh, this is a big week in March here. 
Yeah, and then March Madness kicks off too. What, yeah. What a time. Not really a holiday. Two, but two years ago was completely different, but now I'm really lucky. We are really lucky to be in a world where we can just, this was the biggest story, not two years ago. Multiple well, little mean, stories. In fairness, there's a big, the big stories are always happening. We're just not, we're ignoring them because they're sad. Um, yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> but Stoko Steve Austin, what other thoughts and things you have on this big day? And are you ready for his, let's be real, his return squash match? <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a squash. I really don't. <laughs> With him and Kevin Owens, you think it'll be 10. How about over under 10 minutes? Do you think oh, Jesus, that? Jesus. Uh, over under 10 minutes. All right. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say under. But before you judge mm-hmm. me, my favorite match from my childhood, I remember you were at my birthday party when we watched it. That was <laughs> WrestleMania 22, Randy Orton, Kurt Angle, Rey Mysterio for the World Heavyweight Championship, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that was, and I, I just recently checked this, by the way. That was nine minutes long. Nine minutes. That's it. That mm-hmm. ma- my favorite match from like that entire show. One of my chi- one of the staples of like my childhood. When I think about wrestling, I think about that match. Yeah. With those three wrestlers, and literally, it was nine minutes in like a little change, because they got shortchanged because Steve, oh, Steve Austin, Shawn Michaels, and Vince McMahon went forever and just you know kicked the crap out of each other <laughs> in that, uh, street fight, which also you were at my house to watch. Um, so what a moment! Yeah, so like this trash nine minutes in the head. Nine minutes, they were able to put on a really good show. Now, I'm not saying Steve Austin can do at 52. <laughs> yeah, any of that. But Kevin Owens can, first of all. Um, and second of all, it's not going to be a real match. They're just going to hit each other a bunch. Um, but I do think, so Kevin Owens, in the build of this whole thing, he started by making fun of Texas. That was his whole thing. That was his, was look how silly Texas is. Um Because he's Canadian. So it's even worse because he's not American. Um And so... Steve Austin's going to come out. They're going to do the little show and he's going to try and do his things. Go, go, what, what, what do all of his uh, other signature phrases. Then they're going to hit each other. They're going to fight around for a while. Kevin Owens might even get the advantage, maybe with the help from Seth Rollins, who knows? Um, (laughs) And then, and this is true. I think a bunch of other Texans are going to come out. This, so is, this thinking, is the big Texas, the Texas yeah, JBL of, of, of wrestling Texas. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't mean like you know Matthew McConaughey's not coming yeah. out. No, or Matthew McConaughey is. <laughs> yeah, Matthew McConaughey's not going. Although I think he's actually a wrestling fan, so who knows? But no, I don't think Matthew McConaughey is going to clothesline Kevin Owens. But J, <laughs> J, J, JBL Booker T. Uh, there's got to be more people I'm missing. But like oh, Undertaker, could, Undertaker could work. In that spot too, if they wanted to. <laughs> the biggest um, revenge for Texas. Yeah. So yeah, basically, yeah, it's going to be a big old Texas thing, and they're all going to come out, and they're all going to uh, beat them bring up the for te- Texas. Bring the Texas Bull from University of Texas. Yeah, the TCU Longhorn or the Texas uh, University Longhorn. TCU. Mark Henry could be another us. one. And Mark. Well, Mark Henry has a job, so it can't be him. Sean Michaels. Sean Michaels works right. Yeah. So um, all these people are going to come out. And beat up Paul Kevin London. Owens. Yeah, it probably won't be Paul London. <laughs> I'm going to ask with you. It probably won't be Paul London. I'd be very surprised if they're like, we're going to have <laughs> Shawn Michaels. We're going to have Booker T. And you know what? For fun, let's do Paul London. <laughs> Remember him? He was fun. Uh, so, no, they're all going to come out. They're all going to beat up Kevin Owens and maybe Seth Rollins, um, if, if Seth's out there. And then Stunner, they all do the beer bath. 
probably with the new American lager that he just released. You got to get that product placement. <laughs> that's what and the that's promotion how for a go. beer. So I'm going to say the physical fighting between the two of them is going to be under 10 minutes. I think overall with the entrances and with uh, the beer bath at the end, we'll be over 10 minutes. By the way, Ryan, wait, Jerry Jones will come out as the owner of the Cowboys. <laughs> Give him a right hand. It is in a stadium. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I would say no. Um, they've had, or they have enough Elliott. Here's the thing. If this was a place where they didn't Tony have, Romo. I mean, again, we named three really, really famous WWE wrestlers. Mm-hmm. If they were, if they were in a place that didn't have that, that didn't have home, you know, home state heroes, then maybe you get like <laughs> the owner of the stadium. But I think that there's enough home state heroes that you know know what they're doing. Yeah, bring Tony Romo out. But yeah, tell you what, I would actually love to have seen Kevin Owens versus Tony Romo. Um, <laughs> By speaking of celebrity crossovers, did you see that Sami Zayn showed up to the Jackass premiere? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you see that? Obviously, listen. I, I'm assuming this is not real. Uh, they've been playing it up on social media, by the way. Yeah. But he got the the plane with Sami Zayn's phone number on it and flew it over like and put it on Twitter. Really? So I didn't see yeah. that. Johnny Knoxville did a video in which he had a plane. He bought a plane that flew across some park in front of all these people and it had Sami Zayn's phone number. <laughs> he just called then, it. And again, again, most of this can't be real, by the way, but Sami <laughs> Zayn has uh, been posting videos and pictures of people calling and FaceTiming him to <laughs> social media. Again, I'm thinking this is all fake. It's it a, just a, go- it's a Google number. Yeah. Right, exactly. It's a number that they came up with specifically to do this bit. I assume, but it's just been very funny. The bit's been very funny because it started at the Jackass premiere. In the Jackass then premiere. he bought he bought a plane to drag a banner across the sky with this <laughs> phone number on it, and then Sami Zayn has been responding to people on this phone apparently and posting pictures of it on social media. Uh, so uh, it's very funny. The whole thing is very funny, and I'm glad that I see titles off of him because now that there's no chance that Johnny Knoxville can be international champion. <laughs> This is very funny. It would have been very scary if he was, if this was for the title. But now that it's not, I'm all, I'm all for it. This is the best Thank celebrity. God. This is frankly probably be better than Pat McAfee and Austin Theory at this point. Ooh, uh, and then Logan Paul and what, you, I mean. what about Logan Paul and um everything? Everything's gonna be better than that. So um and Logan Paul. Wait, why am I blanking? The, the, the yeah, yeah, the Miz and Logan Paul versus Mysterios with Bad Bunny coming out. No, <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. And no. then. That oh, was anything out. else? And then no, you know, we'll, we'll do the, one of these shows. We don't want to keep yeah, going on with the rest. We'll have much, the but. Uh, preview there, but just for the celebrity parts that everybody's heard of. Well, in, in fairness, like I said, the Sami Zayn thing has gone a little bit viral because of the <laughs> pictures and because obviously Johnny Knoxville. Uh, so people who are seeing Johnny Knoxville tweet about this guy named Sami Zayn, that's what it's in reference to. Um, it's not <laughs> exactly. like Billy. It's not like Billy Zane's brother. It's not like a movie feud. It's a professional wrestling feud. So twice as absurd. Um, but yeah. And never look, a dull moment. Never a dull moment. Happy 316 day to all of you who celebrate with For an American sure. lager from El Segundo. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the brewery company. By the way. Have you seen any movies lately? Anything good? Just curious. No, I saw the Batman. Oh, without spoilers, is Robert Pattinson up for best Batman? I've seen yeah. some articles, really, or best Bruce Wayne. No, 
Um, Did you see why people are saying that? Yeah, I could. And I thought the Batman part was really interesting. I, I want, again, not giving too much away. I will say this Batman, by virtue of the actor who's playing this Batman, is much younger than the Batman you're used to. It is a mm. young Batman. And yeah, it, I heard so, it's only his yeah. second year. Right. So they don't pretend. Fighting. Yeah, they don't pretend that he's old. Because I was worried they were going to just be like Robert Pattinson, but he's old now. No, they ex- understand that Robert Pattinson's like 34 years old and they just make Batman 34 years old. And yeah, this just, is the universe right. before we do the big yeah. crossover of the living Batman. Right. So the multiverse. So, yeah, the Batman's in the multiverse. But so this is a young Batman. So that's cool. Like to have Batman not be as like polished mm-hmm. as some of the other Batmans, like having a Batman who has done this. Over he's and a over bazillionaire. And oh, he's no, he's still a bazillionaire. Um, or a more pretentious, a less pretentious one. That no, yeah, no, the pretension isn't is the difference is so when Christian Bale played Batman, <laughs> Batman had been doing this a long time. Oh, yeah, I mean, we yeah. did, we actually, in fairness, we had a whole movie about Batman's origins. Uh, but like in The Dark Knight, which is what everybody kind of thinks about when they think about Christian Bale as mm-hmm. Batman, Batman had been doing it a long time. Yeah, like that was the whole point. Like this Harvey Dent guy had come in finally and was doing it legit. And that's why Batman was like, I want to get out because I've been doing this for a long time. And now someone's taking care of it legit. And I don't want to have to keep doing this in the shadows anymore. And that was like Batman's whole MO was I can finally retire because somebody is stepping up to the plate and doing what I couldn't do, what I can't do without the mask. Um, that was like, that's the whole premise of the entire series. Um, and then this Nolan is not was. that. Yeah, in the Nolan ones, exactly. This is not that. He's brand new to this. He's still angry as hell about his parents. Um, angry about everything, really. He's a very angry Batman. Um, <laughs> so that's cool. And it's a it's a different take. We don't see that a lot. A lot of times, live-action Batman, we see an older white dude playing a billionaire because that's what billionaires look like in real life, <laughs> in fairness. Um, and that's what you see. But this is definitely... He's a young Batman. He's a little bit more impulsive. He also does a little bit more detective stuff. He's a little less just punching people. He does. He has mm. to figure some stuff out in this one, which is interesting. Again, not something you see in a lot of the live action Batman. But uh, the Bale one, the, the Bale movies are still better. Uh, the Nolan, okay. movie, I shouldn't call them the Bale movies. The Nolan movies are still better. Um, but there's also three of them. So the story feels more complete because it is more complete. There was three of them. Um, if, yeah, if Robert so Pattinson the, gets three movies, it might very well be like, yeah, once you put them all together and you watch the whole story, but it's, it's kind of like saying, I read this really good book. It was really good. I read the first chapter of a book. It, it'd be very hard for the first chapter of a book <laughs> to be better than the whole book. And I don't believe that this new Batman is inherently better or worse. They could easily screw it up. There was a lot of things I didn't like about the new Batman movie. And I won't get into that because there are spoilers at that point. Okay. Um, once I see the, yeah, they're gonna release on HBO Max in the middle of April. Yeah, I'll have it the you latest. Know, we then we thought I was talking about. I was a big fan of uh, Batman, Rocky, huge Batman. Oh, I might ask to bring him big on Batman. for that. So, I'll let him tell that story. Like, I'm I, I mean, like the opinion. animated ones too, like all of it. Like he knows From all about Batman, Batman Begins. He has yeah. the he has Batman a, Begins, Batman a, Beyond. Remember that one? Remember oh, that I when love we were Batman kids? Beyond. Yeah, those are really dark for a kids show. They yeah, really he watches all those. <laughs> he knows all about those. So he might even have a. I'm sure it'll be a different take to me, but he he probably has a genuine like opinion on this too. Um, but I do think there was anyone who saw it probably already knows what I'm talking about, which is what's great. If you saw the Batman movie, you know exactly what I thought was dog tra- dog trash. Um, okay, and that's all I'm going to say. But there was one great. really big problem in my opinion, and it wasn't anyone's fault. 
by the way. Well, it was the, <laughs> it was it was the writer's fault, uh, frankly. Um, it wasn't any of the actors' fault. I'm not insulting any actor. I think every actor d- played all of their parts exactly as they were asked to play them, um, and how they were written to be played. I think they just wrote one of the characters, one of the bigger characters, totally wrong, right. and it ruins a, a bit of the movie. <laughs> We'll definitely be on the lookout for that. And, you know, and also something in the way has uh, the the Nirvana song. It's got some big. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is it is it blatantly obvious? Is this Kurt Co- a Kurt Cobain metaphor? <laughs> I mean, this this is definitely angsty Batman. Okay. This Batman hates this Batman's mad at his his well, he's not mad. Well actually I, I can't. I almost I almost made a joke and ruined part of the movie by accident. So I'm gonna okay, stop. Cool. This is but an angsty Batman. This you'll is notice the Batman. different the the correlation between oh yeah Batman yeah. and Kurt yes, Cobain. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's an interesting take on the character. Kurt huh? Cobain is Kurt Cobain is equally fed up with everyone as Batman is. Um <laughs> in this iteration of Batman. <laughs> All right. And, and you know what's cool? Also, just to keep with the uh, the superheroes. So they released. So this week, you can get, buy Spider-Man Far From Home. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Far From Home, right? The, the, the No Way Home. Is no Way Home. One. Sorry, that was the first one. So Spider-Man No Way Home. And obviously, if you don't know what I'll give the spoiler, you see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield as if that wasn't going to happen. But right, yeah. Oh, no. Uh, they they started releasing out. the clips now, and I just found I was just that big scene with the three of them. They say like, "Who are the Avengers?" They ask. Yeah, um, <laughs> no, it was funny when he mentioned I was in the. I don't want to brag, but I'm gonna brag. I was in the Avengers. Who was that? A heavy metal band. <laughs> it's true. There was no Avengers in Sam Raimi or uh, the other guy. Who's who did the Spider Man? Mark Webb. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> exactly. We'll call it Andrew Garfield Spider-Man for, right. that, for that one. And Sam then, Raimi Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, and then the Marvel <laughs> Spider-Man. That's what we'll call him. And what was hilarious about that? Did you hear line? that they might make... Did you hear that Sony might genuinely try and revive Andrew Garfield Spider-Man? <laughs> Why? Do they have to even it out to get the third one? No, I think it's a good idea. I think they, he, he should be an old Spider-Man who's training a new Spider-Man. It could be a way to get a new character in. And that way you can free up Peter Parker to keep showing up in Marvel and everybody makes money. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see I, that they were considering that. Hey, if it's good, it's good. At this point, I, we've all agreed as viewers, we could see many different yeah. versions and universes of characters. So Michael Keaton's coming back while this is. Yeah, I saw that, too. What is that about? I didn't read into it, but I saw it. I thought it was a flash that he's going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Flash movie. The Flash movie. Yeah. Like, that's crazy, right? <laughs> I, yeah, I so we just that agree that we're TV. just watching different versions. Yeah. You I also saying? heard that the TV Flash is going to be at least a brief appearance in the movie. See, there, there we go. That really does create. There's a whole. But that's the thing too. That. It's like so you have like these TV shows that are just being treated totally separate on DC side from the movie. <laughs> yeah, just, just no. Yeah. This is completely different. There's no complete. There's no. So, I mean, not to get too into it, the DC like TV shows don't have Batman. Well, they do, but. It, the main character of that TV mm. series is Batgirl, Batwoman. I don't know what they're called. Um, but there is a guy, a Bruce Wayne, who was Batman. He's just an old man now. Kind of like Batman Beyond, like, the TV yeah, show. Yeah, the Batman Beyond uh, version. Yeah, very similar. So there's an old Bruce Wayne, and he, he's kind of acting a little bit like a mentor to this person in like one of the crossover things. So, again, there's all these Batman running around. 
And then there's a TV show takes place in Gotham has a bat girl and a Bruce Wayne slash Batman. Who's just totally different. Who's like 70. Mm-hmm. And so Robert Pattinson is a young Batman at 34. There's a 70 year old Batman running around on TV at the same time. So yeah, we've just decided when it comes to superheroes, doesn't really matter. We'll watch it. <laughs> yeah, we'll, watch we'll it. just watch it. Just and you will. know what the funniest line again, back to the, the three of them, and Spider-Man, Garfield, yeah, um, Maguire, Holland. Is he just Andrew Garfield? Literally, just randomly says, "I love you guys," yes. and then just like, "Thank you." <laughs> Go out. You I had to have one moment. I don't know if it was true or not. I saw a tweet that said it was from him. I don't again. Don't know if this is actually him or if someone made it up. It was a fake account that said where it was about how they wanted to bring him back for another Spider-Man. And they're like, "Where was all of this in 2010 or whatever." <laughs> Or <laughs> all these people in 2009, or I forget when that movie came out, but whenever those movies came out, uh, yeah, the Garfield years, ones, yeah, two years after Sam Raimi, which ended in 2008, right? Yeah, I think it was 11 and 13. Oh yeah, so where are you? Where are all you guys in 2011? Is what is what I saw the tweet said, which is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> a movie's got a movie. <laughs> yeah, it's got a movie. Oh man, well Ryan, I, I think, think that's that's it. that's it. We hit it all. Always becoming better people out of it. I hope you have a safe and healthy St. Patrick's Day. Thank you. However you're celebrating. And um, we'll see you soon. Thank you again, Ryan. All right. Thanks, Matt. Ryan Page, everybody. I can't thank you enough, Ryan. Thank you for another incredible appearance and chopping it up for with me and making quality content and most importantly, having productive conversations of the trending things that are happening in an insane world. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And don't forget to check us out in the world of social media. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. We're on Twitter at ProdCobblePod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. So I will be back on Tuesday, this time talking with Alex Renelio and Alex Young about all the big free agent acquisitions that are happening in both baseball and football. I guess you previewed it a little bit. Aaron Rodgers going back to the Packers, Tom Brady going back to the Bucks. Then we have stories like Russell Wilson to the Broncos, Carson Wentz to the commander to the Commanders. CJ Uzuma going to the Jets. Evan Ingram's out of here and going to Jacksonville with Christian Kirk. Von Miller to the Bills and Khalil Mack to the Chargers. That's what's going on in the NFL. And then baseball's doing the exact same thing. As spring training is taking place, as we get over an incredibly stressful lockout, the deals have been taking place in baseball as well. We have deals like Josh Donaldson going to the Yankees, Gary Sanchez leaving the Yankees to go to Minnesota, Matt Chapman to the Blue Jays, Chris Bryant to the Rockies. It's intense. And Alex Ranelio and Alex Young and I have to talk about it. So stay tuned for that on Tuesday. And we're going to start our Oscar coverage a week from today. Chris Bailey is joining me to talk all things Oscars as the ceremony is next Sunday. We're done to be giving predictions on Best Picture, Director, Cinematography, and then talk about all the great things that are happening in Hollywood. So we have a great week of shows coming up next week. 
Be sure you have a lot of fun this weekend. Be safe and responsible on St. Patrick's Day. Enjoy March Madness. You know, I'll be tuned in to, to that. So I'm in three different pools, the Tiki and Tierney one, one run by Russ Miller. I'm in another one with the Chubba Army, and I hope I can win at least one of them, either an opportunity to go on WFAN and do the next part of my career as a host there having an appearance if I win Tiki and Tini or I win some money in the Rust Pool or the Chubb Army one. So lots to do, lots to pay attention to this weekend, and we're all going to do it in a fun, responsible, and incredibly humbling manner. So please enjoy Please support, please keep supporting. I thank each and every single one of you for tuning in every week and making this show possible. The Productive Nation is king. My name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. Don't forget to check in on your friends and family, and I'll see you all on Tuesday. Peace.